You're listening to the Ready to Go podcast, where we equip Christians to engage culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, it's great to be with you again on the Ready to Go podcast. I'm your host, John Christensen, again joined by Jeff Framke, who heads up our street teams here at Grace Church. We are in a tough question series where we're looking at common worldview questions. And so today we're going to be looking at how do we respond to those who have been hurt by the church or other Christians? What, what can we say to them as Christians? And so, Jeff, when you encounter these people, how, how do you approach them and encourage them and love them well and, and ultimately point them to Christ? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, that's a hard one, John. It's, um, we don't run across it too often, but uh, I have uh, dealt with it. In fact, um, I've lived next to a person for over 20 years, and that exact same thing happened uh, to this person. And, um, you know, you want to be, you want to have that ministering spirit. You want to, you know, you want to shower them in love and really demonstrate um, what Christ is and and who he is, um, you know, through your concern and your compassion and your grace. You know, um, if the, the, the person shares specifics, on what happened, then, then all the better, because, you know, then you kind of maybe can know how to minister to a person. So, you know, one example I was, was thinking of is, you know, if the person says, well, you know, I went to church and they said, if you don't believe in Jesus, then you're going to be banished to hell forever. And I, that, I just, I can't accept that. That's, that's kind of a different conversation than someone that may have, um, you know, experienced, uh, um, let's say, um, abuse, whether it's verbal abuse, physical abuse, you know, things like that. It's, it, it's, you know, those are two different, um, different scenarios. So, um, obviously with the first scenario, um, you know, the person was told the truth, you know, and, and it may, and who knows, it may have been presented in a good way or it may not have been presented in a good way but regardless the person took it as an offense and um you know um for for me i would probably you know just kind of listen to the person and just say you know um it is hard um it's it's hard when jesus says you know and you, you believe in jesus right that he was a good person you know these are jesus's words um, these aren't my words. They're not um, the words of anyone who's heading the church or whomever you spoke to. You know, those are Jesus's words, but he, he said it out of love because if, let's say, for instance, for example, I had the cure for cancer and I knew you were sick, you had cancer. You know, if I went up to you and, and said, hey, you, you need this shot, you know, you need this you know, and we're looking at a needle six inches long, you need this shot, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Get away from me with that thing. But if I went up there and said, hey, you know, you're, I just found out the test results from your physical came in. You have stage four cancer. But in this needle, I have, you know, a serum that will completely cure your cancer. You know, would, would you take it then? Of course they would. You know, why wouldn't they? Well, how much more so does the, the, the gospel, you know, have the cure for eternal life? 
and eternal damnation. I mean, so Jesus says this out of love. It comes from love. And it might be hard to hear that we're all sinners, that we're not good people, you know, but these are the words of Jesus. So that's, you know, that's one scenario. And then the other scenario that's, you know, abuse or whatever. I mean, that's, that's hard. I mean, that's a ministering spirit. Um, you know, that's talking about the love of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus. You know, many people can claim to be Christian, um, but aren't. Um, and at the same time, people that actually are Christian are not perfect. So let's get that established. You know, you're dealing with humans, but Jesus is perfect and he's God and he claimed to be God. So let's look at what Jesus teaches. Um, you know, and just the love and, you know, walk them through everything that Jesus embodies, um, you know, which is loving your neighbor. And he even said, love your enemies. So um, I guess that's a couple of different scenarios um, of, of things that I've dealt with in the past. It doesn't come up too often, um, but it is, you know, for those that have gone through it, it's, it's you know, it's, it's a ministering spirit and, you know, showered in love. And I think that distinction, Jeff, between like the the problem with truth, like you know the doctrine of hell, and uh, the difference between then like someone who's been abused, I think is really helpful to make. I really like your your cancer illustration. Just uh, how how unloving would that doctor be if he didn't tell the patient that they had cancer? Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and just just helping them see that, I think that's a phenomenal illustration that, that really helps those who struggle with uh, sin and hell uh, kind of see that, no, no, this is actually loving that God is telling us to do this. Um, and then I think, too, with, with your uh, next kind of category of those who have maybe been abused or, or something in that matter, and I don't run across those people very much either, but, yeah, really pointing them to, uh, not not necessarily Christians, but but Christ, and that Christians are imperfect, but but Christ is perfect, and His love is is so good. I think too a, a third category could be, and and I've heard this meant one maybe a little bit more of of oh they're they're hypocrites, so maybe they haven't been pers- personally hurt by it, but they just they view uh, yeah for whatever reason Christians as or people in the church as, as hypocrites. Um, do you do you take any different approach with the, with those people or Obviously, you have to ask, what what have you seen? Um, yeah, that was that's what I, you know, because I love, again, just, you know, asking people questions and follow-up questions. It's like, well, what do you mean by hypocritical? And then, then you know, then that kind of forces them, because it could be just a blanket statement, you know. <laughs> um, and so that kind of forces their hand a little bit. Um, but no, I, I mean, ultimately, I would like to know what they're talking about, you know, because... Uh, you know, it's the old, oh, they go to church on Sunday and live like the devil, you know, the rest of the week. It's just like, well, Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So if they're out, you know, and, in, in, you know, just sinning and sinning and sinning, that's not what Jesus is talking about. He says, if you love me, you'll obey. So maybe they're not even Christians. And I think that's a really good thing to try and highlight, too. You know, I think there's a number of, uh, little little illustrations you can give too. You know, it, it doesn't matter what label you put on an empty bottle. It's 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 still an empty bottle. And and really getting at what you're saying is, you know, Jesus said that those who love me will obey me. Well, 
are they really Christians? They can call themselves Christians, but are they really Christians? Um, or I like to always say, too, uh, the illustration of, you know, just because someone goes to church doesn't mean that they're they're a Christian in the same way that you can you can sit in your garage all day, but it doesn't make you a car. And uh, and so just this idea of, of helping people to then start thinking, oh, wait, what, what is the essence of a Christian? It's not just somebody who puts the label on. It's not just someone who claims to be, but it, it is someone who is genuinely following Christ. And then obviously you make sure they understand it's not by works of following Christ, but it's his grace then renews us, enabling us to follow him. And so that's that's kind of what I think about when I think about hypocrites is that label on empty bottle and garage illustration of, of yeah, are, are these really Christ followers if they, if they aren't living that way? Yeah, and on Friday you'll see us, you know, we actually share the gospel mostly with Christians, which is sad, but um, yeah. It's reality. Yeah, well, and I, I know, yeah, really here in Minnesota, there's, I mean, I was running into a lot of them. Yeah, it's amazing. I remember, Jeff, when we were out yeah, the other, what was that, probably about a year ago now, and we had a number of them that believed in reincarnation, and it was just like, you, you have a oh, yeah. Christian, <laughs> yeah. and this is what you believe in? And it's, uh, it's amazing how, yeah, they'll put, a, they'll put a label on it, but they have no idea what's actually inside. Yeah, and the real, the, you know, one of the key questions is, you know, um, what happens when you die? You know, and how do you get to heaven? That will tell you. I love it. Answer to or uh, phrase two. If if you stood before God today and He said, "Why should I let you into heaven?" What would you say? It really opens up, and it's really like that. Uh, the the two two sides that we talked about last episode of the workspace versus. Versus that grace-based, right? Yep. And then that's it's a it's wonderful then opportunity to share the gospel and teach what the Bible teaches. Like you know, Romans says there's none good, no, not one. That there's none who's righteous, not even one. So you know, the Bible says the complete opposite of what you say. You know, do you mind if I continue? And you know, uh, we'll see who's telling the truth. <laughs> and then you walk them through the commandments. How many lives have you told in your lifetime? You know, have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever blasphemed God's holy name? Committed adultery? You know, I mean, all of it. Uh, you know, when you can really point to the commandments and that person's performance in light of God's standards, they will see that, wow, I don't, I don't deserve heaven because God is good. He's going to punish evil. Well, guess what? We are evil in God's sights. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, amen. And so that's the ultimate goal is to get people to that gospel peace when we engage people who have been really hurt by the church and by uh, other Christians. And I, I really like that distinction again. Is it a problem with the, the doctrine of truth? Is it a problem where they've been really hurt? Is it a problem where they just generically think they're hypocrites? And so those different different categories allow us to approach it differently but we would really encourage you uh, to as we we've talked about is to go with great compassion and to know that th- these are opportunities where you can ask someone when when they have been hurt by the church or disillusioned you mind sharing with me you know as a, as a Christian I, w- I want to know what's happened to you 
uh, you know, in, by, by the church or, or whatever it may be. And so really having that heart of compassion and love, I think is so important that Jeff talked about, it, and then being able to move further with that and, and open up the, the conversation. Well, next week, Jeff and I are going to be tackling the obstacle of self-righteousness. What do we do when someone thinks they're good enough to get to heaven? How do we ever get them to see that they need to run to a Savior if they don't have any need? And so we're going to be talking about that next time. Hope you'll join us. But until then, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go.